0: It's Friday, March 26th. I'm Rudy. As everyone is getting ready for spring break, just remember beer before liquor, that gets you sicker. Liquor before beer, always use a fake name in Vegas. Let's take a long walk to Cleveland. in, everybody. I am Rudy Pavich. This is a long walk to Cleveland. Make sure you subscribe on Apple Podcasts, on Stitcher, on Spotify. Find me on Instagram. That's Rudy underscore Pavich. What are we talking about today? So, music, huh? Why music might be kind of lacking these days. I think we've all figured out that we definitely ain't as talented as we used to be. Also, vaccinations in Minnesota. Some news about that if you haven't heard about it. But first, there's the music. Uh, kids going on spring break this week. And I'm not talking about kids that are going down to South Padre Island and you know, drink a bunch of vodka Red Bulls and then fist fight one another on the beach only to end up with herpes. I'm talking about the wee children who eventually grow up to become those idiot 19-year-olds who go down to South Padre to fist fight each other on vodka Red Bulls and then get herpes, right? Um. So, starting uh, today, children basically don't go to school anymore. I mean, I know that they didn't go before the pandemic, but they really ain't going during and probably after the pandemic. So, my daughter has not done a Friday uh, day of school since this whole thing started for a full year. Spent four day weeks for the last year. Now, uh, they didn't really go to school much before uh, COVID, and I'm guessing that we're not going to really go back to the way it used to be. But uh, they have today off, because it's Friday, because... Why work on a Friday? (laughs) You kidding me, school? (laughs) Please. So much to do, like play on the iPad and jump on the friggin' hoverboard. So they have no school today. They have no school all next week due to spring break, which I get. That's kind of always been there. It's not like that was something new that was instilled. Spring break's been around for a long time. Then they come back to school on Monday and on Tuesday and on Wednesday. And then on Thursday and Friday, they once again have two days off making it a four-day weekend, uh, cranking into like some sort of teacher in-service something or another. I don't want to, like, poo-poo all over teachers. You can't do that during spring break? You guys can't hop on, like, one extra day? I mean, I get, it. I, I get that teaching's a tough job. I don't want that job. I definitely feel for the people that have to do it. Um, but, man, it feels like kids are definitely not in school as much as they used to. I mean, we. I, I felt like... You got six feet of snow, and it was 30-mile-an-hour winds in the middle of January, and it was like, well, we just bought you some new moon boots for Christmas. So guess what? You're walking, son. It's just, uh, I don't know. That structure is so good for kids, you know? They're not really finding it at home, and we're finding out there's a lot of adults that, even though it's not school, we still like to wake up in the morning, put on our, uh, our best, uh, best clothes, and then head on out the door and go to work. It changes things up. Your brain definitely can't be stuck in one spot all at the same time for a year, nonetheless. But um, it is kind of nice to be able to take the next 10 days because my daughter is leaving uh, to go with my mom uh, tomorrow morning. And then she is gone until the following uh, Sunday, Sunday, probably Sunday, Easter You know, So all in all, man, you're looking at almost 10 days. Plus today I'm going to go home. We're going to hang out. It's Friday. Uh, I got some work to do, but then later on today we'll probably order pizza. It's kind of an extra vacation day, I guess. Then she's out. So all the stuff that I used to do before uh, I was dumb enough to have kids, um, I'm going to go out and do. I'm going to bar hop on a Saturday. I'm going to hang out with uh, all my friends. We're going to probably go to the card shop. Do a bunch of I mean, you know. Back then, it was probably you'd start, you know, with all the fun stuff, like around 6 or 7 in the evening. Now this is like, all right, 6 or 7, dude, whew, starting to push it a little bit. I got some Netflix calling my name. But nonetheless, man, I'm still looking forward to, like, getting out and doing all them things. Probably try trying to hit the golf clubs a little bit. Not actually hit a golf club, hit a ball with a golf club, I should specify. So I don't know. Um, the next few days should be fun. I'm I'm hoping that if you do have kids, been, I know they've been home for a long time, but sometime on the spring break, maybe you can, you know, convince a a relative who lives out of town to maybe take them kids, you know, get them off your jock for just a little bit. It is nice every now and again to have that break, especially for parents that have kids that are sons of bitches. Mine's mine's a friggin' angel, man. I got no problems with that kid. The only thing I do have a problem with is. Uh, I I get that it must just be hardwired in children because, Jesus Christ, could you fucking pick up the room every once in a while? It is a complete gong show in that. Fuck, man, you are a 12-year-old girl. You smell like a a 40-year-old long-haul trucker. It is terrible. (laughs) I told her, I said, while you're gone on spring break, I'm going in and completely renovating this room. I'm cleaning if you, there's stuff you want to keep, you better make sure it is in a place and it is put away properly, cause whatever is out, I'm going through. Christ, I sound like my parents. I mean, but it it really is getting to the point. Like I walk upstairs and I'm like, are those socks in a candle holder? What the fuck? Like, what are you what are you doing? Boys, I get super messy. And they do that move where they're like, hey, clean your room. And then they go upstairs and they just shut the door. And they're like, there, now it's clean. You're like, now I get that. I used to do that move, too. It wasn't good enough back then. I can't, you know, parlay that into your childhood. You also have to get it together and clean the goddamn room every once in a while. So that'll be part of my spring break. But there is something about it, man. Like, I think everybody, you should definitely have a little bit of a cleanliness gene to you. Especially when you get a little older. You'll never find a more spotless place than that of a 30 year old single dude because they've gotten out of the especially if they live alone, they've gotten out of that um you know that phase of being a kid and just throwing your clothes on the floor. there's always potential of people stopping by and not just somebody of the opposite sex or the same sex, I suppose there's some people that might be able to uh I, it, it floors me that there are. Uh, the thing that I've known about people that I know that are gay is that they are the cleanest people on the planet. And I love that. We had a, had a, a girl who was like 26 years old move in behind me one day, and I said, why couldn't it be a gay couple? And everyone went, what? Why? And I was like, because. Because people take care of shit. That's why. I work with Ryan from the KS95 Morning Show. He's the cleanest dude on the planet. I want more of that. There's a plethora of 26-year-old girls who can leave their lawn chairs out and beer bottles in the backyard. I don't know, maybe a dude who puts in a flower bed every once in a while. That would be nice. Have those neighbors be more like that. Have a little bit of a clean gene to you. It's nice when you're 40, man. You come home and everything is put away. There's no dishes in the sink. It's a good feeling. You like your car. If your car looks like shit and you're past the age of 32, dude, something's wrong. You got to get your head on straight, man. I mean, the vacuum is free at any car wash. Pay the eight bucks, get the cheapest wash, use the free vacuum, just clean it out every once in a while, for God's sakes. I was playing that music because I wanted to get into uh, vaccinations in Minnesota. And so let's just do that. Let's move on. Grab me some more music. There we go. All right. So uh, vaccinations. I've had a hell of a time getting one. Which is fine. I'm, I'm not high on the list, and I shouldn't be. I'm a 40-year-old white dude. I, I'm in good health. I've had a pretty, you know, pretty much the life O'Reilly over the last, you know, 40 years. I don't need to be cutting lines. But just trying to get signed up for one of these damn things, it really is difficult. And especially, it's hard to hear when there are counties in, like, New Mexico that are at 80% vaccinated. It, it, there's no like demographic it's just 80 percent. it's not like 80 percent of old people no no no. we're talking the entire county 80 percent. and they're like how how'd they get to that number easy if you are able to get your ass on down to the civic center we'll throw you in line give you a shot you get a cookie you get on your way and that's the way it should have been from the get-go now i definitely am not a doctor i have i know nothing about infectious diseases or about vaccines I'm just going off my own two eyes. And what I see is people are coming back to me who have gotten the shot and saying, I was in line for no seconds because there is no line. You go through like the little uh, velvet rope thing, the back and forth. You walk up to the table, you give them a name. They give you a sticker. You walk over, get your shot and move on. We got people going down to the river center here in St. Paul. The place is empty. There's not a car in the parking lot and people sitting around. And they're talking about how we're doing such a great job of getting people vaccinated here in Minnesota. I think that's bullshit. I don't hear any of it. I have not seen it, man. So finally, the point that I'm getting to, Governor Walls made the announcement that starting on Tuesday, he's going to open this thing up to anybody who is... Uh, It was this over the age of 30. Oh, excuse me. Not, it's all Minnesotans over the age of 16 starting March 30th. That's what it was. I knew there was a 30 in there somewhere, but 30 is Tuesday. So all Minnesota adults over the age of 16. Why are we implementing this now? I mean, what happened to like the whole tiered program about like, well, we're still at, if you're 57 or older, and then we're going to move it down to 56 and a half, and that'll be in six months. I mean, they were going through this whole thing, and now all of a sudden, boom, this happens. It does really like chap your ass a little bit, especially when you hear stories about guys who are just like, no, man, I was just walking through a CVS and there just happened to be somebody who cracked open a vial towards the end of the night. And they were like, hey, you want to get your vax- uh, your vaccine? And I said, sure. Those stories are out there. They exist. And then you hear about people throwing away extra, um, extra doses at the end of the day because there's just not enough people. I mean, if you really want to like move this thing along, I don't feel like it's that hard, and especially when you already have models of other counties and other states that are doing it the right way. I had an appointment for April 5th. I got an email that said, that appointment has been canceled. I then had another opportunity to get one coming up on Tuesday of next week. You want to know where? Two hours away. I could have driven down there got my shot, came back, and then 3 weeks later had to drive back down to that same spot to get, I was like that's not worth it, dude. It's not worth it. I'd much rather wait. And now all of a sudden out of nowhere, it took this long for them to finally open it up to everybody 16 years of age or older? I get, hey, if you are if you are administering those vaccines to people, you are doing a great job. Your hands are tied. There's a lot of people that are doing that job that are saying, "Dude, it's not us. It's the state." They're telling us that we aren't allowed to, to, to give these shots. They're, they don't want to overcrowd. They don't want to pack it in. You know, we got to definitely keep it slow. If these people really wanted to get back to work, everybody would be down there. They'd be telling you, take time off of work. Don't worry about it. Your job's going to be safe. It's just like voting. There are people that are saying, I, I can't go get a vaccine because I, I can't take time off of work. Why is it not you can't take an hour off? Christ, we have vans that drive around that that you donate blood to. You can't get one of these vans loaded up with, like, a a deep freezer in the back and you can start, like, driving to some of these places? I know it probably sounds like, sure thing, Whitey. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. Just make it sound so easy sitting in a cushy studio. I don't have all the answers. I'm just looking from the outside in, and I know that a lot of times government fuck things up. And they don't, they don't, it's not streamlined. We could have done a better job. And I'm hoping that starting Tuesday that we see that uh, these, uh, these vaccinated numbers, they start to skyrocket. I don't know why it can't. I mean, I know a guy who went and got his vaccine at the River Center, walked in and was like, where the hell is everybody? And the lady's like, yeah, isn't this great? Oh, man, we've been sitting around. This is awesome. It's like, no, why? Don't be sitting around. We got to get people back to work. Knock it off. Damn. So anyway, if you are in Minnesota, if you're in another place and you are close to Minnesota, I would say, you know, also there's a lot of bit. There's a lot about um, just being in the room. There's a lot of times where people wonder how you make it in a certain business or how you, you get into radio. Just show up. Eventually, somebody will need something moved. And if you are willing to work for free, they will put you to work. And then that can parlay into, you know, an actual established gig. I bet if you were to like, I, probably not every place, but I bet if you were to just go stand outside of a clinic or outside the River Center and just go, hey, man, anytime I'm here, eventually somebody would go, dude, just get in line. Just not, just hell with it. Just get in line. Don't tell anybody I did this. Eventually that would happen, right? I'm. It was very frustrating right away to see how long this was going to take and especially with like the promise of oh yeah man this thing's going to start getting and trust me i get that we are definitely in a place where uh you know this amount of vaccine in this short amount of time is phenomenal but we could be just a little bit better right we could have a few more people with that needle in their arm it would have been nice. It would have been nice to not make plans for April 5th and then get a phone call that uh, it's not happening, guy. Like, What the f- ah! All right. Anyway, we got to bring it down. Dude, it's Friday. I don't want to go into a Friday like all, you know, hopped up and angry about stuff. But let's uh, let's talk a little bit about music, shall we? This actually uh, came out the other day. That's a YouTube video of a guy. They didn't really give a lot of details. I'm not sure where this, uh, this guy hails from. Uh, I'm sure by now they probably have figured it out, but listen to this, dude. Taking this guitar making it sound like a sweet angel. Oh, man. That high note, dude. Oh, yeah. It's like right, Carey, man. Listen to that. Ow! I love that sound. That thick, bluesy, reverby, kind of open space sound. It's nice that guys are still able to do that, because we are lacking in the music department. Music is one of these things you can't hide from. TV, it's, one of, it's this weird thing that TV, we make better TV... With less hours and less manpower than we ever have. It's so good. But music hasn't... I mean, you can make music much easier now than you could before, but the product is, is dwindling. It's not like electronic music came out and we all went, this is amazing. Listen to this. No. You can't fake music. You have to be good. And we can all—fake music is, is so easy to produce nowadays. And we're losing that because of kids that, w- when they're young and their brains are mushy, we're sticking them in front of iPads. We've got computers running everywhere. We're, we're setting them down in front of Netflix because we got to get some work done. Instead, what we should be doing is throwing some pots and pans in front of these kids or maybe giving them a ukulele and firing up a guitar or give them a goddamn flute— even if they swing it at one another, for God's sakes, at least it'd be an instrument in their hands. It's too bad, because eventually, now there are some bands out there that are definitely able to, like, hold their own, man. I think of the Black Keys all the time. Dan Auerbach and how good that guy is. Not only is he a great singer, he's a great uh, guitar player, he's a phenomenal music uh, producer. I think about Jack, uh, Jack White and Jack Black, I suppose, Tenacious D. I think about some of the uh, the younger gals coming up. I mean, I know that Katy Perry definitely has, like, the uh, the sparklers coming out the nipples every once in a while, but that gal can play. She can sing. we got to start moving our kids towards those things again, you know? I mean, whether it be they uh, pick up an instrument or a paintbrush, we're going to start losing. There's a reason why, like, Michelangelo and Leonardo, and I'm sure – You know, probably the other Ninja Turtles. I'm sure the reason why they were so good at so many things is because there was nothing else holding them back. It's not like, you know, Leonardo was going to go out and make a beautiful painting, but then somebody decided to hit him up on TikTok and he spent his afternoon putting out a video of him dancing to a Taylor Swift song. They had time to really focus and hone in on these skills I mean, the art of the Renaissance, man, is still there. There's a lot of guys who can do a lot of shit. But we're sort of losing the quality. And that's the part that's going to be hurtful down the road. I think it was Doug Stanup who had a joke about people going to classic car shows. And he's like, yeah, have fun hanging out with your Buick rendezvous. You know, you go to a classic car show now, you still got, like, those old, like, 57 Chevys. Eventually, it's just going to be a bunch of, like, Saturns, you know? Like five or six Saturn ions, you can buy those cars for like eighty two hundred bucks, brand new off the lot. I mean, what kind of quality is that? It's like we're just pumping it all out for quantity, man. I don't know. I, I my kid is not interested in um, in uh, in music. We've tried many times. Her uh, her grandfather on her mom's side bought her a violin. She took one look at it. Put it back in the case, shoved it back underneath the bed, sat there for a year. You can't make them do the stuff they don't want to do. Luckily, she does have other interests like gymnastics, and she's really into drawing. You know, we do have a thing in the house. Hey, man, once an hour, you got to sit out. or not, once, once a day for at least an hour, you got to do something creative. Because you're not going to look back on life and be like, oh, my God, I'm so glad I spent all that time watching Zack and Cody on Disney. Oh, what a life well lived. <laughs> no, it doesn't work that way. Build your own museum of shit you want to see from you. Other people can look at it. I'm really trying hard to get her into animation. Taking these drawings, bringing them to life, figuring out a way to do that. Because there's a lot of times I go to like video shoots or I'm on sets uh, for movies and stuff, and I'm hanging out with kids that are editing, and they're doing phenomenal work. And I'm asking them, like, where did you guys go to school? And they just go, dude, I never went to school, man. When I was, like, 14, my parents got me an Adobe subscription, and it's, I've just been doing it ever since. The Internet is a glorious playground to be able to get your skills up to par. Why don't we utilize that more, man? We have all this great technology, and everybody just kind of pisses it away on, like, one or two things, like TikTok. and I don't know. That's why I like hearing a guy that can take his guitar and make it sing. It's beautiful. Listen to that we're losing that I mean how many you know bonfires did you go to when you were uh, in high school and there was don't get me wrong it was probably a pretty shitty song or a, a clumsy version of a song that you knew but there was a guy sitting around a fire who played the whole damn thing did he not we're losing that man we are losing that hard just the art of broadcasting itself I mean there's a lot of times where you sit and you listen to like what's going on on the radio sometimes and you just go who the who let that guy on but you're like oh wait that guy's working for minimum wage <laughs> it's more of a money thing than it is anything else man we got to kind of get back to that find a passion kick ass at it do it and do it and do it until it aggravates people that you are taking so much time while you're doing it because if somebody comes to you and goes dude you're spending too much time doing this one thing you're on the right path my friend And that does it for a long walk to Cleveland. I'm Rudy Pavich. I'm taking off. Make sure that you uh, find this podcast on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify, on Stitcher. Find me on Instagram. That is at Rudy underscore Pavich. Until Monday, everybody, once again, thank you so much for taking a long walk to Cleveland.